to another episode of In Love With Me series. This is where we feature inspiring individuals who share their amazing stories. And I am Mafe Yunan Velasco. For this series and for this topic, we are going to talk about the theme, Winning Her Heart. And of course, you all know March is a month of women empowerment. This season will cover topics on how to win women's hearts, Maybe it's for themselves or the steps and actions one should make an effort for. So today is such a treat, guys. We have three amazing, beautiful game changes in more ways than one. Fellow co-authors of Power to Rise Above. And we can start off with the amazing woman who I believe is the one that um, really put this together and uh, united amazing women for the power to rise above. So let's welcome a menopause advocate and author and the founder of Happy Menopause. And of course, like I mentioned earlier, an empowered woman. So let's give a, a round of applause. <laughs> of course, I'm the only one here, but for the ones who are viewing, welcome Sandy Davies. Hi, Sandy. Oh, great. It's so good to be here. I'm just looking forward to sharing this space and, and sharing not just my story, but Vanessa's and Jazan's and all of our co-authors. I know. Here. Well, I want to congratulate you. You just keep rocking and just keep leveling up. How do we catch <laughs> But um, for the ones that don't know yet, Sani and I were also co-authors for Courage and Confidence. But today we are going to talk about her. Yeah! <laughs> Let me get mine too. I'm always ready. But anywho, um, we're talking about Sandy's amazing um, chapter in uh, The Power to Rise Above. But before anything else, if, if, if people didn't catch our uh, other episode together, um, Sandy, please share a little bit about your background who you are and what you do. Yeah, so I am coming to you today from Eastern Gugialanji country, whose elders I acknowledge and honor with deep abiding respect. And before Yalanji country, I was down in Southeast Queensland. Before that, I was in shared space in Sydney where Mafe spent time in Australia as well. Before that, if you can tell by my accent, I was a Kansas born girl and when I was a girl on the plains in middle school in grade seven, I experienced a horrific bullying experience. And as happens with bullies, they fade away and I just got on with life. Came to Australia, raised a family. We semi-retired to far north Queensland. I ended up in a menopause journey that wasn't quite so pleasant. So I ended up creating something to make it pleasant, which is my happy pause journey with a moisturizer for women. And in amongst all of that as well, I encountered a bully in my 50s in paradise. And that's mm -hmm. one of those reminders that sometimes bullies and, and people that don't have the best intentions, they can be found anywhere. Right. Um, and what I realized is that in my 50s, 
I had been so busy all through my 20s, 30s, and 40s that I'd forgotten to share with people the horrible story of adversity that I'd had with bullying and Mm -hmm. how that had made me so strong. And that's then how I came to now and bringing 30 women together from all over the world to share our stories of our own power to rise Mm -hmm. above, to remind everyone else of theirs. Yes. And your chapter is called You Are Strong Enough. And... You know, I, I wish, I really wish that we had these kind of guides growing up, right? And I'm sure there was, but for us to experience it and then lead up to to this point of our lives to to share it to the world. And you really opened up your life. Um, how does that feel knowing that your your chapter or your book, The Power Rise Above, is global? And the women are global too. Yeah, well... Do you know, it's, it's actually one of those things for me that 27 of us in our book, we bravely found a way to open up and share our stories because we wanted to do better by the generations after us. And we had three women from the next generation come and be a part of our book. Yes. And I am so grateful to Jazon Exclusive. Mm-hmm. And we had a proud Chamoran woman, Chelsea Cruz, and we had Jamaican-born Australian kick-ass sailor, Dana Salter. And I just treasure each of their three stories because for me, the bravery of our generation pales in comparison to the take-no-prisoners strength of the next generation. And they just, they give me hope again and again and again. And that's the whole purpose of our book is to give anyone struggling or or trying to still work through all of that hope. Mm-hmm. And, you know, your company itself helps women, right? And um, I, I just want to go back there because I want to celebrate that, you know, just having a business called Menopause Advocate. Not a lot of women are um, strong enough to talk about this because it, it is a sensitive time of their lives. So what what made you come up with Happy Paws? <laughs> Do you know, the biggest thing for coming up with Happy Paws was probably when when I was formulating my balm, the name wasn't there yet. And all I knew was that there was 70% of us that would struggle with dryness. But of that, there was so much shame that only a small percentage would ever do anything about it. And I was trying to do something about it and there wasn't anything natural. So that's why I was formulating and tinkering around. And every woman I spoke to would either start to or shrink back or have a really negative explanation about menopause. And mm. I thought, dang it, no, we, we've got to change this. We've, a, we've got to strike the shame because yeah. we all go through it and we shouldn't feel, be made to feel less in our workplace when a hot flash hits. We shouldn't be made to feel like we have to shrink away. We shouldn't be made to feel invisible And we Mm -hmm. sure as heck shouldn't feel like this is the end. This is the beginning. This is like the best chapter. So if we can have a good transition into menopause, then Mm -hmm. it's time to bring out the pom-poms. And I guess that was why I thought, oh, happy. We've got to be happy during menopause. Happy Mm -hmm. pause, menopause. There it was. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it definitely has a ring to it. And speaking of chapter of your life, okay, just going back. Sorry, I keep going back and forth. Your chapter on the power to rise above, 
really hits home, um, especially for me too, you know, and for the youth, because generally, like you, sh you shared, it starts, it starts young, bullying starts young, because children are just so honest <laughs> with what they're feeling, <laughs> share it or, you know, um, something that we don't want to experience the negative physical abuse. So what would be your greatest advice? to the youth or like you mentioned, even, you know, at an older age who is feeling a negativity from others, how should they deal with it? And um, where should they seek help? Yeah, well, one of the things I've realized in writing about bullying, because we cover so many topics with all of us as co-authors in the book, and I began to feel a little bit small with sharing about bullying because we had some some strong stories of, of abuse and heartbreak and loss. And then I came back to realizing that bullying is just as important. It doesn't matter what type of pain we struggle with or what adversity we face. When we're in that adversity, it has equal value to anyone else's. And with bullying, there are so many teenagers that resonate to my story and so many parents that resonate. And whether you're a teen being bullied or an adult in a bullying situation, the one constant is that you may not be able to control your bully, but you can control how you choose to deal with it. And I am still so thankful to this day to my brother who is no longer on this planet for stopping me using my fists and it was so hard. And there were days when my nails would cut into the palms of my hands because I wanted to strike. And my brother was so right. In my circumstance, there is no way striking would have been of any benefit. So I think find people around you that will give you solid advice and just have your back. The people that will love you and remind you that a bad day isn't a bad life. Right. And if you have, in my circumstance that I shared, I had teachers that turned a blind eye. I had a coach that turned a blind eye. And ultimately, at the end, a secretary came into my defense and changed the situation. So keep on talking. If your coach is a dud coach, there are dud coaches out there. Find a new coach. Keep talking. Find a coach. Find an advocate and find a cheerleader. And then be those for everyone else as well. And since we're giving shout outs to cheerleaders and mentors, who are yours? And how do you stay motivated? Obviously, you have surrounded yourself with an, an amazing tribe. Yeah, well, and I, I think sometimes we often forget to fall back on our own strength. So I think one of the things that I like to shout out is remember to rely on you as well, because you are a lot stronger than you think. And I have to shout out one of my current cheerleaders. I am so thankful that the power to rise above ended up bringing Deslin Hockeyist from Healing with Aloha even tighter into my circle because, oh my goodness, that <laughs> girl is the most important cheerleader in my world at the moment. I just love that we are always there for each other to lift each other up. And that is actually a digital tribe. So it doesn't matter whether it's people in real life that are inspiring you or people that you meet through digital connections. Just gravitate to your tribe and gravitate up. I could definitely 
feel the healing with aloha in you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I live aloha. That, once, that doesn't matter where you are either. You don't have to be from the islands or connected mm -hmm. to the islands to have a life of aloha. And life is too short. Live aloha all day, every day. Yes, agree. And we are going to speak to you more um, later on as we get to know the other co-authors. But before that, talking about the youth and empowering them, I am grateful for Yona Signo for building this uh, program that she has. Let's take a look at this real quick. Every child has a right to play. Every child deserves a bright future. Every child has a right to be who they are. to express themselves, to laugh, to live peacefully, to live. Every child deserves to be loved. Yes, we are all loved because we have so many people who continue to build inspiring platforms such as XOS SAS. So thank you again, Yona. And thank you, Sandy, for sharing your insights and positivity. Now we come and get to know our next co-author of The Power to Rise Above. We have a host, an author, an educator, and an entrepreneur and most importantly, a musician. So let's welcome Jason Exclusive. Hey there. Aloha, everybody. What's up? There it is. Aloha to you, too. <laughs> you know, um, I was really inspired uh, researching about you because we have a mm. common, a very common, inspiring, empowered woman, too, Ruby mm -hmm. Ibarra. I saw that you are yes, able to. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. What is I hope that you can come to California and perform with her again, Bet. too. So. Automatic. Okay. Automatic. I did my research, obviously, which I love to do. Um, but for the ones who are getting to know you, 
for the mm -hmm. first time on our In Love With Me community. Can you share mm -hmm. a little bit of your background um, apart from what I've shared already? And yeah. why are you so amazing? <laughs> um, I feel like uh, to answer the question of why I'm amazing is I believe in God. You know what I'm saying? So um, I believe that the positivity and the energy that I have is not necessarily just me. Um, I think I'm like a vessel per se. And I think a lot of musicians would probably uh, identify that way too. Um, but other than that, you know, guys, I'm just a Hawaii kid. I'm Filipino. I'm tomboy. I'm queer. And I'm proud to be all of those things. It's taken me different things in my life and, you know, age and growing up and stuff like that. But right now where I'm at is I'm very proud and blessed to be uh, who I am today. And I'm only like getting better. Yes. And, and <laughs> that is so inspiring to even listen to because not a lot of people are are proud of, of who they mm, are and what they've become. Right. And right. music is your life, obviously. Mm -hmm. and I love mm -hmm. your chapter. Uh, the title is Your Voice, Your Power. Tell yeah. us about on the Power to Rise Above book. Yeah. Um, so really growing up, I you know experienced a lot. It's in my chapter going through a divorce, um, going through some physical abuse as a as a child. Um, and, but basically what it comes down to is my saving grace was my mom. Mm -hmm. And I believe that her young single mother, you know, who educated herself and is now like in a very, um, she is in a very different place in many different facets of her life as she's grown up too. And I just basically, I was lucky enough and blessed enough that I just followed my mom's blueprint. She was like, go to school, get your degree and do whatever the, f can I curse on here? If I can't do whatever the F you want, you know? <laughs> so, um, I don't take, I, I take education seriously and, uh, through music and through hip hop, I've just, I just continue to do me. It's really crazy now that I look back at like the 10 years that I've been making music and, and working and stuff too. Cause I'm also a working artist, you know? So, um, yeah, that's kind of where my my voice comes from is from my mom and just no matter what people try to say or even continue to say about me, whether it's false or untrue or negative, it doesn't matter because I know who I am and I'm I'm continuously like writing my story, you know. <laughs> and I love that. And I feel as though the universe really connected us because I, I mentioned mm. to you all why and I was like, wow. Yes. And having some yes. of my company. I got you. I got you. Oh, you love that. oh my gosh, guys. This is my calendar right here. If you can yes. see it, all right. Jay has a song titled The yes. World is Yours. Tell me about that. Yeah, it's actually my newest song. So uh yeah, I think this is you never know like what can transpire. And I think the cool thing about being a rapper or a musician, even especially in this day and age is like, we can put something that wasn't in the universe and like five minutes later, it's out there, you know, like that's just the power of the internet and streaming and social media and stuff. Um, but yeah, no, that song, uh, it was inspired basically from my, experience working as a grade school teacher basically I, i've worked in different um levels of like education over the past like six or seven years but 
Um, more recently, for the past like three years, I've been working at an elementary school. And so this song kind of just encompasses my whole idea as an educator. And like, if you can kind of listen to the song, um, I speak from like different points of view. So first I speak like as a student, then I speak as a teacher, and then I speak like just as a person. So um, yeah, that's what that song is. And it's also inspired by uh, The World Is Yours, which is an original song by Nas, one of the, uh, I feel like one of the pioneers of like the golden era of hip hop. So um, that's where that song came from. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. You mentioned that um, you're, you're really inspired about your music and mm -hmm. just to be inspired by it, right? So what do you hope yeah. people take away from your music? Uh, that's a good question. And I feel like it's always open to what they want to take from it, you mm -hmm. know? <laughs> so take, um, I went to this program at UC Berkeley years ago, and this is kind of like how I got introduced to spoken word and uh, and hip hop and stuff. So one of like the rules that for that program was to uh, take your own inventory. And it's just basically means like take whatever it is that you need and whatever mm -hmm. you want from it. So whatever you need. And honestly, like if people go to my, my SoundCloud or my Spotify, like, I have like dance music, I have like chill music, I have music that's inspiring, like the one you're talking about. Um, so like my music really ranges. So, it, you know, anybody can really listen, whoever wants to. So go check it out, is my point. <laughs> yes, everyone, the world is yours. So go ahead and check. Yes, yeah. Yeah, so, come to my world, Jazan exclusive world. So speaking of world, speaking of the internet, of course, mm -hmm. when we put ourselves out there, we're open book. Not everybody is open to our passions, right? right? Not everybody is yeah. taking to liking and there's many trolls, mm -hmm. there's many haters on the internet. Yeah. And hey, you're, you're rocking the world. You're, you're mm. leveling up. So like mm -hmm. I say, the more haters you have, <laughs> I'm Right, right. Yes, so yes. That's how, hip hop. How do you how do you deal with them? To be honest, it's kind of like, I guess growing up, you know, in a Filipino family, an Asian immigrant family, you know, they already did that messing with my emotions. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they already like till this day, like I can win a Grammy or I could be like super successful. And I'm only saying this because. My mom has really came up in her own way and she still gets treated right. the same way from my right. grandparents. Um, so I guess to answer your question, music is how I just constantly tell my story every day, like the way that I want to, the way I want to express it. And no matter if it's like people that are like as close to me that are saying whatever it is that they want, again, negative or whatever, mm -hmm. it doesn't really matter because I know what I'm like physically and spiritually putting out into the world when I like make my music. And I know that the stories that I tell from my life, cause I really only speak for my life. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I, most of my music, actually I, I'll say it pretty much all my music is just like stuff that's from my life. You know, if I go to Jollibee, I'll make a song about that. I literally have a song called Chicken Joy Rap, you know? So, um, 
yeah, like I just I just keep doing me. And mm -hmm. I guess because I've also been online for so long, like I started out on MySpace. Yes. So like it's been a long time. And I'm also a little bit older now, you know. I was mm -hmm. I was in high school in the MySpace, early Twitter days and stuff, like pre-Instagram. And um I just feel like I, I don't know how to say, but like I'm kind of used to it. Like I'm used mm -hmm. to like, oh, there's gonna be some people online, eh, whatever, whatever. I'm still doing shows. I'm still putting out a book. I'm still on this live stream right now, you know. So there's like really nothing nobody can tell me because I know the reality that I'm I'm building around myself, you know. Amazing. And of course, you know, for the ones that look up to you or for the mm -hmm. ones that are still afraid to pursue their goals and passions, what would be your advice to them? Um, Like Nike, just do it. Period, period. Cause any any overthinking, like there's a saying in like creativity is like analysis paralysis. Right. Like if you're constantly overthinking, especially I guess you could say, cause like I consider myself a creator or, or a musician or artist, like it's not supposed to be like perfect. You do that at the, po you do that post expression, you know, you express first. And if you want to say it, or talk about it because it you need to get it out or it feels good to you like that's what matters and like everything else everything else will come you know i i'm i'm inspired because i'm not really like an og yet but i'm also not like a super youngin in the scene i feel so um the young like especially the newer teenage rappers that i'm meeting now like they really don't care. And I'm like, damn, I'm trying to take it serious. I'm trying to have a message. I'm trying to curate this whole shenanigan of myself. And they're just like, man, just put it out. We, mm -hmm. And yeah, so I'm, I'm also learning that. So like just taking on that. And I feel like that's hip hop. That's youth, you know? And I think I'm glad that I get to hang on to that. Yes. And there you have it, guys. Jay-Zan exclusive. <laughs> we'll talk more with the ladies. Yes, uh, thank you. What I've learned here, and I'm, I'm going to align it during our, with our break, is that letting go with aloha is definitely something that we all need to do. So let's check this out. Aloha. I'm Karen Gibson, a wife and mother of two adult daughters who wrote Mama's Gotta Let Go, How to Let Go Without Losing Your Sanity. I also founded Brain Builders, a private tutoring business in 1999, whose mission is to prepare students to succeed in and out of the classroom. As a certified neuro-linguistic practitioner, I help my clients rewire their brains to improve communication and problem-solving skills while overcoming limiting beliefs. I recently co-authored The Power to Rise Above, along with 29 women across the globe. I founded Letting Go with Aloha in 2019, mentoring stressed parents to navigate their journey with peace instead of pain. In 2021, I wrote 100 Parenting Tips Inspired by the Pandemic, which started out as 100 parenting video tips on Instagram and TikTok. My mission is to be an important resource for parents so they can raise responsible, resilient, and resourceful children as they prepare for adulthood. And 
Isn't That a Treat? Another co-author of The Power to Rise Above. So we have, last but not the least, we have a director, specialist of breast imaging and intervention, a business owner and women's and breast imaging WBI, and of course, an empowered woman or doctora who I always love to meet weekly with a chapter on the power to rise above titled. I just am so in awe with this woman, a purpose-filled life. Let's call on Dr. Vanessa Hippolito. Hello, Hello Mafe. How are you? You are Again, just so, <laughs> yeah, you are just so unstoppable. Third book. Congratulations. Thank you, Afe. <laughs> Thank you for empowering me. <laughs> of course. So again, you know, for the people that are um, tuned in for the first time in In Love With Me series, can you share a little bit about, about your background and uh, why do you continue to just show up? for all of us. <laughs> Do you have the whole day? <laughs> so I'm a doctor from the Philippines. I specialized in breast radiology. Oh, in radiology back in the Philippines. Actually, I'm celebrating my 18 years anniversary of being a doctor here in Australia. So wow. I arrived here in 2005 of January. So yeah. Um, so I think as a background, we got connected via the Global Girls book. There you go. Uh, we are both co-authors, including Sandy. And since the journey of writing two anthology books, I, um, it opened up opportunities for me, for Sandy to call me or connect with me uh, in January 2022 to be a part of this um, third anthology book. And so I'm so grateful that she asked me to be in part of this and talk about stories of bullying, uh, humiliation during my medical training, medical career. Um, I don't know how to answer your question. How, how can I, uh, about me being unstoppable? <laughs> um, <laughs> How can I answer that? Uh, I, pr I prefer to say I'm inspired. The, the three books is actually are inspired by the pandemic. So I wrote these books during our pandemic uh, where I can see a lot of um, uh, negative experiences, um, especially uh, a lot of doctor's suicide or doctors leaving the their medical career or whether they're uh, junior doctors or medical students, uh, a lot of, or any healthcare workers, they are um, there are a lot of negative experience, burnout or humiliation or bullying, uh, and I feel that I have a story to share, and I feel I have a calling to share my wisdom and what I've learned throughout my uh, medical career and and for sandy to open up this opportunity for me to create my chapter i was also learning about myself mm -hmm. i was learning about um how i overcame <laughs> all the challenges and the adversities and 
I it was actually a lot of self reflection, mm-hmm. and I I I believe that these three books were aligned, mm-hmm. and I believe that the third book really aligned to the two books, and I and also aligned with me with my purpose with my reason for leaving <laughs> like not only as a medical doctor not only as a business owner of a breast imaging facility not only just me um, not only that i'm helping save women's lives but also have another purpose of being an inspiration being a role model and sharing my wisdom to the younger generation to be uh, as i was i said in my chapter page 193 I can make a choice every day to be the hero of my story. Mm-hmm. So that's probably the answer to my unstoppable. <laughs> What's beautiful about your, your journey is that, like you mentioned, these books were all birthed in such a short span. They were all launched like one after the other. And you have the power to rise right now that we are celebrating. Was it harder to write this book? You feel compared to the other two? Actually, yes. <laughs> um, so when Sandy asked me to be part of it, I was actually on my 14 day of quarantine because I don't know, um, For as a background, the pandemic here in Western Australia, I'm in Western Australia, by the way, the pandemic here in Western Australia only started in January of 2022. So we, uh, Western Australia was in a bubble for two years. We didn't have any COVID. <laughs> so we are so two years delayed from the rest of the world. We didn't have, for two years, we didn't have to wear masks all day, every day. Uh, so we only started our challenging year of the pandemic in Gen 22. So it, it was at the time when I was on my 14 day of quarantine, where um, Sandy asked me to be involved in the book. I did say to her, oh my God, uh, if you asked me before January, I would have said, no, I'm so busy with my work and business. And if you asked me to do it after my quarantine, I would have said no, but because I, I have nothing to do and I have this you know, uh, 14 days to think about what to write in the book, I thought it was easy. <laughs> uh, I did my research, rang my doctor friends, rang my uh, classmates from med school, and I felt stuck <laughs> for a few weeks. And mm. it's only that when it was probably in March and April, I wrote the, the first draft. Uh, it, that was hard that, uh, because it was the time when we were also launching our uh, Courage and Confidence book at the same time launching two books. So actually, we're celebrating our one-year anniversary as a co-author, right, mm-hmm. this month. So it was hard. It was challenging. I don't, I've, I've written my draft and I felt the draft, my first draft wasn't right. Mm-hmm. So I... I had a deep dive within me and mm-hmm. rewrote the whole chapter in early April. And but, um, because I was already in the journey when I was writing the uh, Global Girls in Courage and Confidence, I was already in the journey of self-discovery uh, and journaling. I journaled everything 
literally wrote everything before I put it on <laughs> on um, uh, on the uh, Word document. So mm -hmm. I was already in that journey. So I, when I rewrote my the second draft of that chapter after meditation and prayer, it just flowed, and mm -hmm. it was. Um, I think it helped a lot when I was um, studying and reading the book, uh, The Atlas of the Heart by Brené Brown. I was able to discover my vulnerable self and wrote and was cathartic when I was writing my uh, final chapter, final draft of that chapter. Mm -hmm. So it was hard, but eventually it aligned and it flowed. And I'm, and yeah. And, and that's the product. <laughs> <laughs> and it's here. It's a gift for everybody, um, most especially the youth. I, I, I feel as though books are treasures that we pass on to generations and generation. 100%. For the ones that want to write a book, want to write about their story, but feel as though hmm, maybe nobody's going to be inspired by me. What advice do you have for, for these people? to follow your journey and, and perhaps, you know, um, the career path of being an author? Uh, there's a lot of, you know, um, pieces of advice I can share. It's basically um, a lot of self-education. I, I researched about it. I read a lot of books, self-help books, mm. uh, books about how to write a book, um listened and watched and binge watch on youtube <laughs> on how to write a book <laughs> um and then and actually just find yourself it's actually mm -hmm. it's all in here we all have a story to tell mm -hmm. and um i wrote everything through journaling and i enjoyed and loved that and it's actually a journey of self-discovery of uh, in writing it's a it's a journey of self-discovery and you will know when you're ready and you will know when it's ready and maybe not now maybe in the future but you will know when you're ready it will just align when you know your purpose and you know when it's you're aligned and you're in the right time place mm -hmm. it will fall into place Exactly. You will always know that you are at the right place at the right time with the right people. Just like with Dr. Evans, imagine that three books within one year, it seemed like, <laughs> or, or so. If, if Dr. Evans can do it, you can too. So um, let's take a quick break, uh, sharing with you my passion too. And right after that, we'll have the ladies so that you guys can um, share more on where we can find the power to rise. Mafei Management is a company dedicated to empowering individuals and businesses in PR and marketing, social media management, online show and podcast production, business consulting, graphic design, photography and videography, workshops and classes, events management, personality development, logo creation, illustrations, and animation in working together to turn their dreams into reality. Get one step closer to elevating yourself and your business by contacting hello at mafemanagement.com.
Let us empower you. What a treat, right? So let's welcome back the three amazing co-authors of The Power to Rise Above, Sandy, Jason, and Dr. Vanessa. Happy Women's Month to you three and to the women out there tuned in. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for sharing your, your journeys, your vulnerabilities, your, your strength. And I think that's the, really the power um, to rise above, right? To have that courage. And uh, please, I'll go with Sandy first. How can we grab a copy of this amazing book? Yes, so order a copy direct from thepowertoriseabove.com.au if you'd like a signed copy. You can also order copies on Amazon and on all of the usual online platforms and reach out to Jason or Vanessa as well. So come to any of us and we will happily sign or we'll see you at Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, Sandy, you can also plug your business and where can they uh, uh, what platforms yes so please come and find me at happy pause underscore menopause on instagram or happy pause h-a-p-p-y-p-a-u-s-e dot com dot a-u over 40 it is our time to thrive so come and find me and let happy pause be a part of your thrive <laughs> okay i'll reach out to you thank you for the reminder jason where can we find your amazing music and everything that you have that the world will Thank you, Mafe. <laughs> Thank you, Sandy. Thank you, Dr. Vanessa. Thank you, everyone, especially on Kumu. Kumusta, everybody. Um, <laughs> Filipina, Ilocano, tuning in from Honolulu, Hawaii. Um, you guys can find all of my music and all of my social media at one tag. That's at J-E-H-Z-A-N exclusive. That's on my tag right here on the screen. Uh, Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, Kumu, Instagram, TikTok. I'm I'm everywhere. So just find me whatever way uh, you want to uh, go ahead and tap in. And honestly, guys, I'm looking to do shows. I'm looking to do more workshops. I do like uh, workshops, hip hop and financial literacy workshops for youth at different schools and programs. And I'm really looking to expand it uh, beyond Hawaii. Um, so if you guys want to book me for a show, for a workshop, whatever it is for a feature, hit me up. Your girl is ready. And I got a shout out uh, since you were talking about Ruby Ibarra. This gear is from um, Miko, her uh, drummer. He has his own brand called SFX DC, San Francisco Daily City. And because we're talking about um, in love with me and you know uh, thinking about women's hearts and the feminine um heart and stuff i'm rocking his valentine's day shirt this is called sharpshooter i don't know if you guys see but it's like <laughs> cupid <laughs> cupid on the shirt um so yeah thank you guys hit me up everywhere i'm on i'm on this book right here with these lovely ladies and uh, i'm super proud and happy to be part of this project yes thank you for that jason and of course dr vanessa Okay, um, I'm based in Cottesloe, Western Australia. My business name is Women's in Breast Imaging, and it's a breast imaging center where we do screening and diagnosis of breast cancer and breast diseases. We do the mammogram, ultrasound, and breast procedures, biopsies, or fine needle. So, um, so we 
answer the patient's uh, clinical question, meaning patient symptoms or lumps and bumps, we uh, investigate those. And it's a private imaging facility. It's a 42-year-old business that I've uh, taken over eight and a half years ago. So I'm very blessed to have this, this business. And to find me, uh, there you go, <laughs> scan this. This is just, uh, you can see me, you can check below Dr. Vanessa Tianzi Polito. Uh, I've got my personal website, apart from Women's Breast Imaging website. I'm on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, where else? <laughs> LinkedIn. So find me there. And uh, also subscribe in my mailing list and scan that because um, you'll find the update, especially for my fourth anthology book coming out next month. So it's written here. It's written. It's coming out. It's going to be launched next year so exciting 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 uh, the title of the book i'm just gonna plug now sorry if you don't mind <laughs> it's women leading the way my chapter on self-leadership so again aligned with these three books <laughs> amazing see what i mean these ladies are just unstoppable they are not afraid to be out there to show up for you. And uh, again, they do have the power to rise above. So I hope that you guys have learned from them because I have, I'm so inspired now. I need to write another chapter now, you guys. Yes. And, uh, I have also your other book here. See? Wow. Yes. <laughs> I've described myself with amazing, um, amazing individuals and i hope that you guys can continue to connect with sandy jason and dr vanessa because you know when when you have fun time flies you know that saying guys so we have reached the end of the, our show um i appreciate every everyone each and every one of you tuned in right now listening and uh re replaying this uh, episode with sandy dr vanessa and jason Thank you, ladies, for sharing what you have shared today. And I hope that, um, again, everybody has learned something new, something amazing that they can uh, act upon um, in their day-to-day -day lives. And like Jason said, maraming salamat po to all our viewers of Gumu. I hope you are deeply inspired by their journeys. And uh, just don't forget to follow our social media accounts, I too. I'm in all platforms that the ladies have mentioned. So I'll see you there. And don't forget to turn on the, notifi the notification bell for the next show of In Love With Me series. Once again, I am Mafe Yuna Velasco reminding you that you should love and be proud of your own story to tell. And don't forget, actions speak louder than words. I'll see you all and God bless. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Hi. Aloha. <laughs> Marani Mata, I'm Bianca Staworski and I'm a Bunny Maya and Ukrainian woman. I operate Warrida Holistic Wellness, which is an international Indigenous social enterprise. Basically, what I do is decolonising mental health and wellbeing. So many people came to me, they have been through all the mental health systems. They have been potentially institutionalised, medicated, and, and basically spat out the other end. And what I realised was that mental health, well-being, healing doesn't actually need to look like that. It can be outside. It can be in connection with country. 
it is in relationship with each other. And, and basically, women and all people innately know how to heal themselves. So what I do is support people to give them the space to heal on their own terms. As a buddy my woman, it was really important for me to, to bring in Indigenous healing practices in everything that I do. I mean, just listening, sitting in Ngāti Gawanda, sitting in that deep listening, that deep inner listening, that is the bit that's so important. I think we've missed the message with the way people heal. We've got rising global crises with, our, with mental health conditions. What we're doing at the moment isn't working. This does. And it doesn't matter who you are, it works. Our Indigenous healing practices uh, have efficacy, they're important, and they create change in our communities.